It's on. And we're rolling. All right. I need. I really need to go back and count what episode this is. Dude, I feel like we started like, like last five, like not knowing. I want to say we're like close to like 18, maybe 18, 19. Getting close to somewhere 20. around there. I don't 20. know if we're at 20 yet, but we're somewhere around there. Well, we've been consistent. Well, we started the beginning of the year. Yeah, like sometime around about December, a little bit before December. So I don't know how many weeks we're into it now. Uh, so how many weeks we're into the year, but that's roughly how many, 16. how many weeks <laughs> we're into the year. It's about how many podcasts yeah. we've done at this point in time, roughly. I would say, I don't know. If I have a guess right now, I'm going to say we're on number 19. 19 to guess. I have to go back and count. That way we can actually officially, officially put a number. Have the number on. Yeah. So, all right, Kel, what are we, uh, what are we jamming on? We're going to be talking about some consistency today. Consistency? Yeah. So this is a topic we had talked about. I don't talked know, about it a lot. We talked about it a lot. <laughs> we really kind of had a day, I was going on my rants mm-hmm. with you. Uh, that was probably, what, two months ago? Probably. Oh, sometime around, around there on the time frame. And... We thought maybe it would make a good podcast, so to speak, of that conversation that we were having. And so, obviously, we talked about, we talk about a lot as a gym about being consistent, mm-hmm. you know, a lot with you guys. Well, the more I kind of thought about it, it's kind of one of those deals where it's kind of vague. You know, it's kind of like when you say, well, I eat healthy. Well, that's, that definition is very, Different. Different for everybody. For a lot of people, right? And the same concept with the consistency aspect, right? Well, what I consider somebody being consistent and what they may consider consistent are two different things. And really the main topic of the conversation for this is what our definition is for consistency to maybe see the results that maybe you guys you would like to see, right? Right, I think that's more the the idea of what the podcast is. Like kind of like what you have to do to, yeah. I guess, see results. Yeah, so to speak. Um, now, that's, and that's really a, a big portion of why we're doing the Shredded by Summer Challenge. Mm-hmm. Right, I think the easiest way to kind of explain, in my eyes, uh, you know, how consistent and how much intention you're going to have to put into a week to week basis to see the return on investment, the energy that you're putting in. Is pretty damn close to what the challenge is providing. It's doing right. Right. Now, like I talked to some people, they've been asking questions about the challenge and asked about, you know, calories and, and things like that. And like, yeah, those are things, it's not a perfect program by any means, mm-hmm. but it's the best that I, in my eyes, could provide you guys with very simplistic rules, so, so I'm called, to see. As be, as much progress as you can see. You're not going into like too much crazy depth, right? Well, like, it's the like, basics that's going to get you there. Yeah, like I can't give a, a individualized program to 100 people yeah. all at one time, right? Um, especially for a free program, right? I'm just trying to make it to where it's very simple rules to live by, to to give you the best bang for your buck, right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's definitely some things that you can incorporate to see more progress or faster progress where it may be right but these are still good 80 to 9 percent of the things that you're going to need to do on a regular basis to see the results that you well want. if you consistently can do those things it's going to really show you like what consistency can do for you right yeah and that, that's so and that's kind of like what you're trying to do you're trying to show them firsthand what you what they can do with themselves right yeah well that's and that's the purpose of the challenge <clears throat> and that doesn't mean that i always hate the word with the challenge so to speak because it's as it's like a, it's a, well it's a well it's an overused word yeah. There's so many people out there who do challenges, mm-hmm. and the reason why I hate it is because it has like a start and end date. Yeah, 
and people view that as a, well, if I start here and then I'm done at this point, well, that doesn't, that's not how this works. It's a lifelong journey. We're trying to get you to be able to do this for the rest of your life. Right? Forever. And I, I guess there's so many different avenues. I don't want to keep run, talking in circles. I want to make sure I'm kind of getting this organized and the thoughts that are in my head about this because my, my brain's kind of going all different kinds of places with it is it just depends on what you want out of your fitness and what you want aesthetically wise and health wise because my my job as a coach and this is a lot of times I talk with people who I work with on Nutrition 101 is my goal for anybody is to get people into a healthy body composition mm-hmm. meaning their body fat ratios are within a range that are healthy which for a male is between about 10 and 20 percent and a female being between 18 and 28 percent now that is depending on their age that's up to about 40 years old right now obviously as we increase in age we get closer to 50 those body fat set points go a little higher because uh-huh. um, your pals and so you get older and things like that but my goal is to at least get somebody into a healthy range that's always the goal now after that that is very dependent on you and what you want and what is sustainable for you my job is to say okay if you want x y and z this is the the work that you're going to have to put in to get there and if you're cool with doing that then great go for it. this is the work that we're going to have to provide you to get there mm-hmm. right so if i'm somebody who wants to be single digit body fat or see visible abs then this is what I'm going to have to do to get there. And it's your decision at a point in time to say that's worth it to me because that requires more sacrifice, right? More diligent time that I'm going to have to put into the gym, more meticulous I'm going to have to do my nutrition to see the results of this, right? I mean, you know this, for instance, with you, when you were saying, okay, like, I really want to try to get better at CrossFit, I want to get better at competing, right? Well, you knew what that work was going to have to take, mm-hmm. the amount of hours that you're going to put in the gym, to back it up with the nutrition, things like that. And you saw the results happen. Yeah. But you had to make that choice. That's and number you, one. And it's not, and it's not right. the fact, and it's not that it's a right or wrong answer. It's just a matter of... Do you want it or do, do you, you want? Do you, right? do you do or not want it, right? When somebody's like, well, I want this. I'm like, okay, well, if you want this, this is the work it's going to take. And then you say, okay, well, that's not really worth it to me. Then you have to be okay with saying... Making that decision for making yourself. Making that decision right? to be like, okay, I'm... I thought I wanted this, but I really don't want this. But I think we are so quick to blame X and Y and Z reasons as to why we're not seeing those results. And it's not that you being this way or being being that way is right or wrong. It's just you can't complain about the results that you're not or about the work that you're not putting in, not seeing the results on yeah. the back and after. And like I said, it's, it's not that it's one way or the other. You just have to pick which one you want. Yeah, you can't be mad for. The results that you're not getting when you're not yes. working. You have to choose your heart. Yeah. When somebody says to me, you know, well, I can't lose weight or I can't get dropped body fat. And then I'm like, okay, well, tell me your things you're doing. And they're not aligning with the things in my eyes for them to receive results. And I tell them, okay, well, these are things that you're going to have to do. And you're going to have to be more diligent. And they kind of get this gloss over eye look of... Well, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Then that's fine. But then you can't complain about you not losing weight because I'm telling you this is what the work you're going to have to do, and you have to make that choice, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's a little bit individualized. Like we can't just say, okay, well, if you want to look like this, is how much work you're going to put in to look like this. This is how much work you're going to put in. 
that's a little bit of a, too much of a blanket statement. But for instance, I think if for most people, if you want to get into a relatively healthy body fat percentage body composition, in my eyes, bare minimum of working out is probably going to be somewhere three to four times a week. Yeah, I was about to say three to four. Three to four. Three. Three, you're scraping by. Three, you're depending on the person and how quickly yeah. they adapt. Everybody's a little different on how will they adapt to workout stimulus is on the lower inside for sure. Like that's bare minimum is three. And you also have to be very, very intentional with the intensity that you're putting in for those three days a week. Like you got to come in and like bust your butt. You got to be willing to put in hard yeah. work for, for an hour or three times a week. I think optimal for most people, four times a week is a great option, mm-hmm. right? I think for most people, you know, you can find four times out of your week, at least a, even three times in the gym and one outside the gym where you're going for a walk or a jog or something mm-hmm. like that. I think if you can get some general movement even outside the gym, that still counts. And I think most people four times, four times a week is a, a I great think goal. Really awesome. I think it's a great goal. I think, you know, if you really wanted to get to the higher echelon of fitness and being super fit and super lean, things like that, you're talking five, six days yeah, a week now. More towards like six probably. Yeah. So if you're somebody who's like, well, I want to look like visible abs, like take my shirt off. It's like, damn, like that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> then that's probably what you're going to be looking more after is somewhere around that six days a week with high intensity and a good amount of volume. But now when it comes to a nutritional side of things, for when it comes to general health, you're always to a degree gonna have to put work when it comes to nutrition. The working out is the easy part, I think, for yeah. most people. Like showing up and doing the workout for an hour is not the hardest thing in the world, right? Not the hardest thing. It's probably one of the simplest things you can do on a regular basis. Um, for some people, it is a little tougher to kind of get into that routine at first. But of the things that we're talking about, probably getting into a workout regimen consistently is easier than nutritional side of things mm-hmm. for at least for most people i'll say 89 percent of people that's where they fall in the boat of i can get the workouts in i've gotten good now i need to take care of the nutritional stuff when it comes to the nutrition side of things if you probably just stick with the protocols of the fruits and veggies and protein yeah without doing anything else for i think for a good margin of people they can probably get into a good relatively or pretty damn close to a good body composition by just, just by implementing those two, those two things, things alone yeah. without tracking, you know, calories or tracking carbohydrate Carbs intake or fat, fat intake like by just sticking like eating enough protein on a consistent basis and eating fruits and vegetables at X amount of grams that we're prescribing with a water intake. I think you can get pretty damn close to a good body composition by mm-hmm. doing that. Like we like talked about, I never heard anybody getting fat off of protein and veggies, right? And vegetables, <laughs> right? That's, if you can stick with those principles alone, like I said, you can get pretty damn good at, or pretty but just at a protein, good body protein condition. will bring you a far, far, far away, right? Well, the fact is you're keeping your more full, yeah. you're not eating processed foods. And you can still have a little leeway of, you know, if you want to have, you know, some processed foods here and there, you know, as long as you're reining it in, so to speak, but you're having some type of constraint with how much you're eating processed foods, you can see a hell of a lot of progress mm-hmm. that way uh, without really doing whole much outside of that. Now, the further, and you, now how consistent you have to be with that is at least a bare minimum of five times a week. Okay. At least a bare minimum. So nutrition five. At least five times a week. Meaning, and, but the other two days of the week, 
can't be fully like blown gung-ho, out. Gung ho, like go crazy, right? Yeah, like it has to be kept within reason, right? I can't be eating crazy excess amounts of food on the weekends if that's what I'm doing during my weekday. I think I think it's a great start. I think on the weekends you can still eat relatively well for the most part and still go out to eat and think and things like that and have you know your sweets and alcohol yeah and still see really good results by doing that for the most part but when it comes to getting to more of that leaner out side of things right so for a female for you to get closer to like that 20 percentile range and for a male to get closer to like that 10 percent range of body fat now we're talking about tracking calories and like kind of like hydrating the deep end, right? Diving deeper into that side of things. And once again, being consistent with that to where the average of my calories by the end of the week are in a caloric deficit compared to my calorie maintenance levels. Mm -hmm. So an example of that, let's say, you know, for me, maybe my calorie maintenance levels are 2,800 calories. For your maintenance? For my maintenance. For me to maintain my current body weight with my current activity level that I'm doing, I have to consume 2,800 calories to maintain what I have. So I'm not going to lose weight. I'm not going to gain weight. So let's say during the week, I'm at a caloric deficit. So say maybe 2,500 calories Monday through Thursday. Come Friday, maybe I eat maybe a little bit over, maybe like 29, 3,000 calories. Saturday, Sunday, I'm eating like closer to 3,500, 4,000 calories in those two days. Well, now my average of my calories is above my calorie maintenance levels. Now I'm going to gain weight because the weekly average of my calories is higher than my calorie maintenance levels, meaning I'm gonna gain weight. So my calorie deficit has to be lower by the average. So I have to keep a closer eye on that to make sure that I'm in a caloric deficit to get down to those leaner body fat percentages. I feel like that's a, probably a good chunk of people. Well, is that what they that kind of like that do really well throughout the week, and then the weekend comes and you kind of splurge, and they're like, yeah. what's happening?" Type yeah. of a deal. Um, I feel like it's probably a good amount of people. Well, that's what we find more often than not with people is that you know most people feel like they can do really well, especially Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can make it to Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday come around, and that's when the calories shoot dramatically higher. Yeah. Even if they don't realize it, I mean, we just put a, just put a video in the members group a couple days ago about, you know, showing, you know, the Oreos, the blueberries. Yeah. And the volume of that looks differently. Dude, that was actually, blue, doing with blueberries is crazy. Well, it's, it's, I know we keep repeating it, but I just, it's, the more you can say it, the more it gets in people's minds of, you know, the processed food is very low volume. So people might not think like, I'm not eating that much on the weekend. But well, you, you probably are if you start really tracking. Right? Yeah, if you start tracking it, mm-hmm. it's actually a lot more calories you probably think you're actually eating because you're relating it to the volume of food you're eating and the filling in your stomach. And like I said, you can eat two or three Oreos, and you know you're already at you know three four hundred calories yeah. just by doing that alone. And most people just don't eat two or three Oreos. Yeah, and I'm telling y'all right now, if you're eating two Oreos, something's wrong with you. You're eating a sleep. <laughs> at least the better minimum, most people are usually going close to the damn sleep. Probably. Level, right? So that's easily reckoned up close to 1,000 calories by just that alone. Just one five-minute And more session. often than not, this is how it goes down. You go out to eat. Let's say you have some pizza or something like that, or maybe. So you've gotten probably close to 1,000 calories of this meal. Mm-hmm. You go home. That's another Chill and watch the movie. You get another sleep of Oreos. Popcorn. And it's another 1,000 calories. Right? <laughs> so right there, just those two little things alone, you're at 2,000 calories. And then whatever you ate the rest, the rest of your day, you know, the rest of your day was pretty solid. Let's say maybe all morning long, you ate well, you ate like normal, maybe like normal at lunch. And let's say maybe you ate a thousand calories just there. We had 3,000 calories. We had 3,000 calories right there. And especially let's say you're, you're a girl that weighs a buck 50, yeah. right? Like 
that's probably double the amount she normally gets in a day. So that alone right there is your whole week of hard work twice the amount. And I know that kind of sounds like, uh, I don't know what kind of word I'm trying to think of, of like daunting, so to speak, Mm -hmm. like, holy shit, like you tell me I can never have these things or those things. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't have those things. I'm just telling you what is the realistic expectations how far for you, you to have, this, how right? far you want to get go and what the expectations of your work that you're putting in. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. It's the truth. I hate to be <laughs> the, the bearer of truth here, but that's what it's going to have to take for you to get into the areas that you want. But I mean, I think that's good for people to just kind of like start to realize. Though, yeah. And like, and it's, right? it's not, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with, being one way or the other. If you're somebody's like, dude, like I like doing that shit and that brings me fulfillment and that brings me happiness, that's fine. But just know you might not be able to get to this X amount of leanness maybe you have in your head for yourself mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And that's okay. As long as you're in a healthy body fat percentage, you're you're generally in a healthy, you know, area to where you can live a long, healthy, long, mm-hmm. long, long life, that's the bottom line, the that's basic. That's pretty much what matters, right? That's what matters the most out of anything. If you want to get extremely lean and have abs and perform a certain way in the gym, that's a whole other ball game yeah. in itself. That requires way more discipline, way more sacrifice, way more time in the gym, things like that. And you have to have a conversation of what's the most important thing for you, right? Like, and that's, so to speak, that balance equation mm-hmm. of life to health. And to have a generally healthy life, yeah, you do have to make some sacrifices with your daily life to do those things. I hate to, I don't want to use the word sacrifice because I don't see it as a sacrifice as it's more of an investment. Yeah. Right? I'm picking my heart of what I want. Is it hard to get up mass in the morning and get them working out sometimes? Yeah, hell yeah. Is there sometimes you don't want to go? Hell yeah. 100%. Do you not want to food prep sometimes? Hell yeah. You never want to, like, don't want to food prep sometimes. It's a lot easier to not work out and eat like shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a really shitty feeling to feel like shit all the time, not, not like the way you look and be depressed and, and have all these other health factors because of that, right? You're choosing that hard or you can choose the hard of putting the work in. You just got to choose which one you want. But the further you want to go down that path of health and fitness and look a certain way and perform a certain way, that requires that much more work and that much more dedication. And so it's just a conversation of having what you want out of it, right? And so that's really the point of the podcast is to explain what we mean by consistency, right? And that, that definition of consistency Various from person to person, depending on what their goals are, right? And so we're doing our best we can here to lay what that looks like, you know. So kind of sum it up, like we said, I think general health standpoint, getting a bare minimum of three to four workouts a week, uh-huh. you know, at least three times a week, I would say, has to be some type of weight incorporation, resistance training, right? Yeah, like we do here, and at least one other day that, like, if you don't want to come to the gym, maybe you just can't find time to get to the gym, that you're doing some type of physical activity outside. And that could be just simply playing a sport, you know, mm-hmm. playing basketball, going outside with the kids, you go to running around. Right? Yeah, go go for a jog, for a walk, whatever. Maybe we're getting some sort of physical movement in. I think, even in general, even if you're not considering exercise, I think general movement on a daily basis is a great tool. So if you're somebody who has a sedentary lifestyle in the way of you work behind a desk, you don't do a whole lot of physical movement. When you get home, getting at least 20 minutes a day of general movement of walking or moving. As I think it's a great goal for anybody for general health, but I see a better minimum of about three to four. Okay. <clears throat> if you want to push those limits, five, six, somewhere right in there. When it comes to health and nutrition, 
you got to do fruits and vegetables. I would say at least a bare minimum of five times a week. Five times. Possibly six. With having one day that maybe you just don't necessarily track as much, or maybe you kind of take the loose and the reins up a little bit, but you're still cognitive like of you're being what, aware, still. being aware right. of what you're eating. You're still starting with protein, things like that. You're still making good choices, but also you're still living to a degree, um, doing that multiple times a week. And then, like I said, when if you're coming down to you being more lean or trying to perform some way, you're going to get that much more meticulous on what those calories look like, what those carbs look like those stats look like. Yeah, pay more, a little bit more detail. Pay more attention, as well as still incorporating whole food options and proteins and vegetables. And so, hopefully that maybe opened some of your eyes as to what that looks like for yourselves. Because, you know, if you're thinking, well, if I work out twice a week, every other week, or come in once this week and three times that next week, you know, that's probably good enough. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe it is if you're just getting started. I would say if you're kickstarting yourself, like that's a good place to start, I guess. Yeah, maybe if somebody's like coming in, never worked out for 20 years, working out two to three times a week is a good stepping stone. Will the progress, the progress would be very marginal, Uh where they might see some slight change happen, some progress happen, but they're going to put a sit on themselves very quickly with that kind of volume in a day. It's more of a habit builder more than anything else. And then they can build from there. From there. Right? right. But you can't have the expectations of I'm gonna see these crazy results by working out working twice out a week. week. You're gonna it's to be realistic, it's just more of a habit builder. It's just you're gonna have to put more volume and more time in. and that's okay. That can be at least something down the road. Just so they know that though, right? But just so you know, just laying mm-hmm. out there like, look, the, the progress can be very marginal what we see. Can we see something? No doubt. But it's gonna be not maybe to have the expectations of what you maybe want, yeah. right? Like if I save, you know, 20 bucks this month, I mean, I'm not going to be a millionaire by the end, yeah. but at least I'm starting to have it of saving some money, right? Eventually, you eventually, I'll, more, right? eventually I'll save more and more and more to have a bigger savings account. But if I put $20 in a, a month, I'm not going to be able to buy a whole lot of there months. seeing a bunch of zeros. Yeah, right? exactly. And so, um, so hopefully that maybe helped you guys out. Uh, hopefully I didn't, hopefully I stayed, I stayed pretty clear on what I was kind of talking about there. Uh, is there anything you want to kind of add to that, Cal, or anything we missed out on? I think we stayed on the tracks right there pretty well. Um, I think it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes right there, and I think that was probably like the main focus of this is just kind of like showing mm-hmm. people like what they actually have to do to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say we got it. I think it's a good leeway as well as talk, since we are in the month of May and we're doing that Shredded by Summer mm-hmm. thing right now. And I think, you know, people are, for the most part so far, it's the first week into the, to the challenge. Looks like so people are doing well so far. Doing well so far. It's <laughs> four it's, days it's, in. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to do it four days, and it's one thing to do it for months on mm-hmm. end, right? And that, and that's the hardest, the hardest probably transition is probably the first, like, that's the right. second week's probably one of yeah. the harder weeks. Like getting through your second week. That's probably one of the harder weeks because you're still... Still figuring it out. Still like, figuring still it out. Like that, well, you have that little person, like that little voice in your head kind of saying, like, like, oh, I'm tired, or maybe you can give me an excuse not to do something. Uh-huh. And that's when the money's made, though. That's what you, you gotta fucking right? do. Right? Like, don't I mean, do it. That, that is like how you improve upon things. Like, if, when you don't wanna do something, yeah. that is when you have to do that it. Is, that's, that's the secret sauce. Yeah. Like, that is that is one thing that, that I learned, like, kind of when I was doing all that with you, mm-hmm. is like, just physically, like, I know you don't wanna do it, just get in here and do the work. Yeah. That is the secret sauce. Is the whole it. thing is like, more often than not, you just got to do shit when you don't want to do yeah. it. Especially when it comes to like working out wise, you got to fucking do it when you just don't want to. Yeah. And then even with your nutrition. Nutrition. Like it's, it's, it's the same process same. of like I, 
I would rather go out and get a pizza tonight because I'm fucking starving and I'm hungry or I just don't, I just feel tired, right? I just, yeah. just, just want to chill and relax. I want to go get a pizza or go get some fast food and then I'll kind of get the edge off, so to speak. But you can't do that. Yeah. You just can't. Like it's, and it's, like we talked about, you can if you want, but this is the root question from it. It's kind of like, what do you actually want to get done? Right? What, do you, what do you want to have? And as a, as a human being, as an adult, to a degree, you have to learn in the rein of your emotions a little bit, not let those take take you over. Yeah, like kind of like learn how to control that. Control that better, right? Like having a better rein on your emotions and not giving in, giving in to the the quick satisfaction of the burger or the pizza or whatever it may be, right? And so it's it's fighting through those because emotions it's, and learning it's literally that, like five to ten minutes. Yeah, well, it's like just sharpen right? like, sharpen your discipline, so to speak. Uh, every time that test comes up, like just, just pretty much on a daily basis, mm-hmm. that that test is going to come up and. It's either a pass or fail. Yeah. Pretty simple. Hopefully and, we're passing. And the thing is like, it's very easily of just choosing, mm-hmm. right? It's not, it's not a, a matter of like, a, it's a, it's more of a mental test. It's just choosing of which one you want, right? I'm either going to cook this food that I've said I was prepared for myself, or I'm going to take that meal out of the refrigerator and eat it. Or I'm going to go down to McDonald's and get me a hamburger. Because that, want, that's right? what's going to feel good at the moment. Right, but then as soon as you get done with that, after the meal, ten minutes later, you're beating yourself up because you. Because well, and now it's so easy too. You got DoorDash, you got Waiter, you got all yeah, these things, right? Waiter. You literally click your little button on your phone, and it's at your house, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that makes it even harder. But then again, like, like you were kind of saying, like sharpen your sharpen your tool, sharpen yeah. your knife, right? Because I mean, how many times, man? It's happened before. It's happened for me at least. Is you you let that little bitch voice win? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm not gonna do it today. I'm not gonna work out today. And then that afternoon or next day, you're like, I'm such a little bitch. Yeah. You, then you actually like think like, about what just happened. Like, and you're like, okay, I, I really hate myself right yeah, now. Yeah, for doing that. Yeah. Or you ate something maybe you like you didn't work. So you're like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that well, was, in the moment, it feels good. great, right? And then yeah. like 30 minutes later, you're like, okay, I really didn't have to do that, right? Yeah. I didn't really need that. Yeah. So. And so that's and the same thing. Like, how many times you've heard somebody in the middle of a workout, like, uh, you know, like, I could do that workout so much better if I wouldn't have, like drop that barbell. Like, mm-hmm. I had I yeah. more reps up. I just didn't. I just didn't do it. Like I could have. I just didn't do it. You know. That's let. That's mentally gave us gave up. And that's just. That's what I think about a lot of times on dying with a workout is like thinking about how I'm going to feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, either am I going to be proud of the effort that I put in, or I'm not going to be proud of the effort that I put in. That's an easy way to look at it. And to be honest, like I mean, that's an easy way to look at it. If you're like, okay, can I be proud of myself? An hour from now. Yeah, think right. about the future of the result of it. How I'm going to feel about myself at the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you want to, when you're in the drive-thru at McDonald's, like how am I going to... Hopefully how, you're how, not in the drive-thru. Hopefully not but. in the drive-thru. But if you're in the drive-thru and you're sitting there and you're about to order and you're, the, thing, the thought that should come to your head is how am I going to feel about myself 15 minutes after I eat this meal? And then am I going to be proud of that? Am I going to have a bag of apples? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, am I going to be proud of that effort or not? And so... Uh, so yeah, I mean, just use, sharpen that tool, don't let that little boy, bitch voice win, mm-hmm. you know, sharpen your discipline when those opportunities come up, and, you know, you can have those, you can have little breaks throughout your week or weekend, like you give yourself that little bit of a break from that. Well, plan it, right? You know, you kind of recharge your batteries, so to speak, to resharpen the discipline, because mental willpower is something that is not always there, like you, that's something that's built over time, like some people like have bigger casting of willpower than others, but it's, it's, it's more of like letting yourself recharge over the weekend and then not all weekend, but you have you give yourself some leeway over the weekend, kind of let the reins off just a tad 
to recharge the batteries to get that discipline back on Monday. I have a question real quick. Would you rather, do you take your day on Sunday or Saturday? What do you mean? To kind of like relax almost a little bit. Because I find that if I take it on Saturday, I want to take it on Sunday. But if I can stay strong through Saturday, take it on Sunday, it's not that bad. So for us, like for instance, like like I'm here Saturday morning working out. Mm -hmm. So from there, usually on Sunday, like Saturdays, we'll be done working out. And like the girls like to go eat at Grace Harvest. Mm -hmm. Right, like I'm still overall not doing too bad of a job. I'm just getting a sandwich with some roast beef, right? Yeah. Like it's it's obviously not ideal compared to if I was going home and eating a meal at home. But it's still it's, not the it's worst. A, it's thing a little bit. I'm let off the range just a tad, right? We get home. I'll eat like normal mm-hmm. while we're at home, and then we'll have we'll go out for dinner that night. Okay. Right. So Saturday. So what I mean for most people when it comes to the weekend is a lot of people hear that and from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed on Sunday, it's kind of like eat like an asshole as much as they can. Mm-hmm. From, from the time like the eat as much up, as you can to take my, advantage of that time. Yeah, right? and that's not what I'm meaning. I'm meaning you're reducing it down to only occasions that are outside your control, so to speak, of if you and your husband or you and the kids like to go out to eat on Saturday nights, that's fine. Go out to eat and have that. But the rest of the day should look pretty freaking normal. Mm-hmm. Like when you're at home, that doesn't mean I'm having a bowl of cereal for a snack now. Like I'm still eating like my normal like I would, like chicken and rice, or I'm having, you know, having a protein apple, chicken banana, and apple, whatever, whatever it may be, be, right? I'm still eating like I normally would between those meals. And then when it comes to Sundays, like for instance, like we wake up in the morning, for the most part, it's still like, I'll maybe have, like I still have a good option when I might have like some eggs. I don't normally eat eggs, but like on Sunday mornings I'll eat eggs because mm-hmm. it cooks eggs or maybe. And then, you know, as we're cleaning up in the morning, we're going to church and like that, I'll maybe have some right before we leave, which for us, for me, it's like either like an RX bar with an apple, we usually go to my parents on for the, you know, for lunch, I'll eat whatever she's cooking then, so that's like another someone called like bad meal, uh-huh. you know. And then when we get home, then my Sunday afternoon is just like normal. Okay. Right? Like I'm, I'm eating like I normally would. We have like steak at Sunday afternoons. Like I'm having, you know, vegetables with that. When I got home from my, my parents' house, I'm usually having like a turkey with rice or something like that. Uh-huh. Where I'm keeping it to like little certain occasions. You're kind of like, already you're learning how not to just like dump all your your balls in one basket, right? You're kind of like, you're dabbling a little bit. That way you can kind of stay sane and like not lose your mind, right? Yeah. So it sounds like, so it's it's more like, instead of being like during the week, it's pretty much for me, it's a hundred percent on, right? And then come the weekend, it's like 70%. Right. So the intensity is not quite as high on my nutrition, but it's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Right. You're still doing better than a lot of people probably during the week, right? Yeah. So it's, it's still on like, pretty damn high during the weekend, but I am letting off the gas pedal a little bit to recharge the batteries for the weekdays, mm-hmm. right? So that's what I mean by the weekends, is it's not a completely go from 100% to 0%. It's still having your foot on the gas pedal to, to set it off like a quarter. Yeah, to go right. to the path that you want, but instead of taking the interstate, now I'm taking the highway, yeah. where I'm just kind of backing off the speed just a tad, to conserve a little bit of energy for my week. I'm still living to a degree, right? I'm, I'm going on eating foods that, you know, most people wouldn't consider healthy and whatnot, but I'm 
when other occasions outside of that, I'm eating like normal, <laughs> right? And I think that's where that balance is. And that, and that takes time, right? That doesn't happen overnight. But well, no, the more you do it, the, the more you do it, the easier it gets to, right? right? Yeah. And sometimes, like some weekends, it's maybe more close is like 50 50. We have more things going on that weekend. We have yeah, birthday more, party, more birthday parties like that. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit worse than I would on other weekends, right? But for the most part, that's usually how it usually goes for the weekends for us is that, you know, Saturday night we're going out to eat. Maybe we'll go eat maybe we'll a little bit of lunch with the girls, but we really like keep it relatively simple for that. And then we go eat at my parents at lunch on Sunday, and that's about where it goes uh-huh. for the most part. And then the rest of the week is pretty solid Monday through there. Just hoping Mama T cooks up something good, huh? No, she does pretty good. <laughs> she, she gets some pretty solid meals. So, um, but anything else? I don't think so. Time? So we'll see you guys next time. Peace, love, and